no fill either. Uh, Josiah, do you want to do it or should I? <laughs> sure, I could. I could do it. I have a good bit about um, uh, you know, uh, I don't. I mean, I, I had a, I had a bit that I was thinking about doing where I would, uh, I would say, you know, our producer alien, except I'd say his his full name, say, has requested that uh, we share a Venmo account that listeners can donate to that helps fund our boys in the Taliban, uh, and that this was this was idea and we that bleep out his blood bleep out his name <laughs> afterwards oh good lord okay you know what? i'll do it well it's oh and over oh and over all right jack why don't you launch off this beautiful episode through a street. through a suburb you think it looks like a suburb but it's off almost you think it is it looks normal but there's just something wrong about it something depraved depressed almost then suddenly a car pulls up a mercedes you think but something's weird about that too it's off brand and all of the windows roll down and you see four people staring at you intently with wonder in their eyes and murder or something akin to malice you think you are greeted by the four tour guides of mammonberg welcome to hell my friend i am jackal jester who did who are the rest of you <laughs> oh hello everybody it's it's me philip of the mammonberg podcast hey uh i'm gonna split you from your genitalia uh, of course to your ribcage with this uh here uh cutting instrument if you don't hand over your money <laughs> hey. yeah uh i i'm josiah uh you know fellow co-host of the podcast uh, mammonberg that has been described as the the christian wing of al-qaeda I'm gonna request you ever edit that bleep bleep out that bit. What you don't like support Christian Muslim extremism? That's that's no, not really. No. Solidarity for Jackal. Ellie, cut this whole bit out. Cut that bit out. Don't. No. Oh, I'm, I'm editing now, Jackal. <laughs> oh God damn it! All He's right. the captain I, now, Jackal. All right, just uh, I will. The only thing that's for... getting cut out of this podcast is your liver. <laughs> I'm going to request for Josiah to edit that out for the sake of my future job prospects. Yeah, we'll see how it feels tomorrow. Uh, and of course, Finch. <laughs> oh yes, we're here on. This very special anniversary of a national tragedy, that being the date of my birth. Anyway, yeah. let's continue on. <laughs> okay, you all, all three of those deranged honky devils and the one adorable black guy, uh, invite you in to take a tour, a scenic tour, if you will. Wait to rush. We've got time to take you through all the sights and sounds of this late capitalistic hellscape that we find ourselves in won't you join us my friend yeah. in mammonberg mammonberg well welcome you everybody pose that like a question oh yeah. no he's doing the rod serling sort of thing yeah it's sort of like oh. that yeah it is well, although how he's you not guys... smoking 40 packs a day how you guys doing today it's been a long time since we've done a mammonberg episode how's everybody i'm in hell very long time 
Uh, uh, I think I started to develop crusty ass syndrome from not, from not being from, on the podcast so long. Yeah, well, I was saying, yeah, it sounds like Phil's got, like, blue balls about, like, letting <laughs> out bits from, like, not being on here for the last few months, so. I've, I've quite literally been taking out bits on my coworkers, and they're just like, <laughs> Philip, please, there's, like, a rush of people out the door. You have to focus on, on the orders. We can't, no, Philip, please. We have to, we have people to give food to. I can't keep listening about, about Chris Christie being fat. <laughs> hey, Jordan you know Peterson. what? I'm holding this beautiful Chipotle sandwich. It would make Chris Christie a hell of a lot chunkier. You know what I'm saying, boy? Oh, my God. <laughs> Might add a, a, a fourth chin to the man. Hey! Oh my god. Uh, you know, like, like it, uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, you know what, Phil? By all intents and purposes, what if G.K. Chesterton smoked crack? <laughs> generated far more of a visceral reaction than what if Jordan Peterson was gay. So. I think True. what if Jordan Peterson was gay happened off mic, though. I think I that's part of it. it we didn't really get into milking that awesome great bit. Um, I'd like to get into milking other things on this podcast. No, no, namely... no, 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 What's the topic we could talk about? Liquid gold, baby. Anyway. Uh, okay, I don't know. You guys want to talk a little uh, uh, that uh, Texas is breaking down? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Let's not right. talk about Texas. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ, I thought, Josiah. I thought we agreed we weren't going to talk about abortion. I said that we should quickly tackle it but not get too much into it because because okay for one because i don't think there's anything you and i or any of us have any have to say that hasn't been said better by smarter people so uh, yeah we're a I bunch of dumb fucks what do we know yeah texas is bad right now though um they passed than a when bunch it was of laws. In. okay <laughs> they passed a bunch of laws uh in texas uh the biggest one that's getting of course the most like uh most attention is um trying to put uh people who've had abortions into jail uh so that's awesome let's be a bit more specific here it's not just that it's if you had if you've driven them if you've spoken to oh them yeah yeah them, it's like by extension you. there's a ten thousand dollar bounty that for for your head wait is this real is that yeah. Oh yeah, this is the whole yeah, thing. That's why Uber, Uber, and Lyft just uh, released like statements that if any of their drivers are arrested, that they'll cover their legal expenses. Which okay, I which mean, that that was frustrating because my Facebook feed was turning into a bunch of people that were suddenly huge fans and thinking Uber is a cool company now. Which it's like okay, I mean, like it's a fine thing, like that's a good thing that they're willing to do, but they're only doing it for their bottom line. Like they're not. Yeah, they're only they're only doing it because probably so many of their drivers in Texas will be arrested. Yeah, uh, they're they're doing that, this because the only they're not doing this out of the goodness of their own heart or because they believe in anything other than money. Yeah, I don't know. This no, they is, still have feels... like a wretched exploitative business model. Mm -hmm. I mean, like this... to tackle abortion, you don't. If you really want to get rid of abortion, you don't legalize abortion, you target the systemic mm -hmm. roots of the problem, which is, you know, usually poverty, uh, mm -hmm. lack of safe sex, lack of education, um, just a not enough, enough money to, you know, support children. Basically all the symptoms of capitalism. Oh, uh, but uh, illegalize... What? What, Phil? You, what are you going to say about to a woman about this? I mean, I disagree. If you truly want to tackle, like, if you truly want to tackle abortion, you get a oh, kid, God. 
You make okay, sure Okay, we're his stopping name, this right now. No, no, I'm not laying in bed. Make stop. sure no, his name is abortion. Josiah, and you Josiah, enroll Josiah, him in the high school football. Josiah, what's your favorite type of casserole? Casserole? What do you, do you, what do you think the Midwest is? This is what I don't do. know. <laughs> what does casserole have to do with abortion? I'm look. I'm, I'm I'm trying to distract people from listening to what you're saying, though, because it's not going to be I, good. Josiah, what I'm is saying, what is your favorite kind of snow? Uh, you're from the Midwest. You must know that favorite kind of snow is that what you said? <laughs> I, I like the soft, uh, fluffy kind myself. Yeah, I, uh, I don't want it to be too dry. Um, so so what's your favorite like kind of cow? I like the. I actually like the Holstein type. Um, but I also like the uh, Jersey cows because they're My a little, they're a lot smaller. E girls. Uh, Can like we the, kick him, please? I like, Can we I like please the, kick yeah, him? The, I like the Scottish cows, but they're curly fur. They're cute. Joe, what is the Midwest's third favorite cheese? The third favorite cheese? What? <laughs> This is your what culture, do you think man. Iowa is. You need to come to Iowa just to like at least get. Understand. I, I imagine I it's, it's like you have like animal world. Well, I imagine you have like like cows made out of butter, like that thing that like Ted Cruz was masturbating over. That's what yeah. I kind of picture what? Iowa to be. Well, we do have a cow made of butter, but that's just. Do you, do you, uh, what is Iowa cuisine? Is it is it fried butter and and a hot dish? I think that's uh, yeah, we would we wouldn't call it hot dish. We wouldn't call it hot dish. Jack, yeah. okay. that's yeah. that's some like listen, you're going into some uncomfortable territory here. Come on. Not all um, not all Iowans are lard ass, you know, motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Just down no, in the butter. Just oh, me. it feels like I fucking drink red um, glass. No, Jesus you are Christ. A, you are a thick king, Josiah, and I won't let anyone tell you otherwise. Um, to my understanding, though, moving back to Texas, is that there was like like six hundred insane bills that got passed, and so like yeah. the the abortion one was just the tip of the iceberg. Like, okay, like I'm not a huge gun control guy, but they like got rid of registering your gun. Like, not just like no, <laughs> to the point that the cops, the cops, the so cops were good. like, whoa, 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 we can't solve crimes if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's hey, that's I, I do. <laughs> it's very funny how Texas is both becoming like the authoritarian and like the libertarian rights wet dream at the same time. Uh, it's yeah, you know, it's it's insane. There's all sorts of shit going on there. I mean, not to mention yeah, like I'm voting through. restriction. Uh, there was the critical race theory bill that was a few weeks, or maybe that was a month or two ago. Now at this point, yeah, it's been so long there was the uh, um, the anti-mask, the anti-mask mandates uh, from Abbott, yes, uh, the um, which uh, some schools have gotten around with by putting masks a part of their. Uh, their yeah, school, school uniform. uniforms. Yeah, um, but not a lot are doing that. Not as many as you would hope. So, right. Yeah, but my freedoms. Uh, you don't understand. That's also uh, in Iowa. Uh, the governor banned um, mask mandates, and so, like at my job, we have to do this weird game with words because the company policy is that customers are supposed to wear yeah. masks, but the state policy is not that. So. People will come up and be like, do I have to wear a mask? And I have to be like, 
Yes, but I'm not allowed to enforce it. <laughs> hey, but I thought that cons- I thought now, Josiah. Look, I I thought that like conservatives cared about the would, the yeah, per, like the ability for Brit for businesses to practice what they want to within their. I thought that was the whole thing for them. No, Jekyll. Thought, no, don't. Uh. I thought that. Well, what happened about about letting businesses do what they want? You're you are a consumer. You oh, could no. now. I now now Josiah. Couldn't these people that don't want to wear masks? Could they just not shop at that store? You, you know, Jackal, you're, sure you're giving me that. psychic damage from the inherent contradictions you, of capitalism. You, you've got whoa, this. Whoa, whoa, you've whoa. got this. This horrible misconstruing thing going on here, Jackal. You think that conservatives believe things? Oh, um, right, and okay, that's a bad yeah. start there, uh, Mister Chester. I, I expected better from you. <laughs> I look. I. It's my mistake. I often think that, like, if you. If you say you believe something, that means that you do believe it, and that like you you'll practice it. Oh, no, and yeah, you'll be no, at least here. semi-consistent with it. Listen, but Jackal, it's not about believing in things; it's about as Listen, it's about inflicting as much pain on the other as party possible. as possible. Yes. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like, I I'm not gonna rant too much about Iowa news because I'm sure no one here is that interested. <laughs> but our governor sucks, like real bad, and. It's not, it doesn't make national news. Like, she, she hit a Black Lives Matter protester with her car last year. Like, our governor's nuts. Uh, but she fucking, um, oh, she did a whole thing where she went to the state fair every day with no mask to own the libs. Um, it's so fucking stupid. Wow. And it makes my governor, I mean, he's like a superstar. Yeah. God. Oh, also, on top of, uh, for the other bills that are, there's a uh, another bill that's being uh, that's waiting for Abbott's uh, sign off is um, SB six, uh, which will restrict uh, people accused of certain violent crimes from being released on uh, personal bonds. Good. I'm so, su- I'm sure that that is not get certain racial minorities. No, no, no. What Never. a racialized law in Texas? What are you insane? Texas yep. man. It's a shitty they, state. They had to. They did have to remove uh, a part of the bill which said that uh, charitable organizations wouldn't be able to provide bail for people. My God, they I'm had to remove that. I'm going to come out and say it. General Santa Ana should have just like absolutely swept the entirety of like I, the Alamo, like I, just I, ground I do, their bones I, into dust. I do have the controversial opinion that I think that uh, <laughs> that ultimately annexing Texas was a mistake. Yeah, well, listen, yeah, I guys. I mean, Texas like, rightfully to Mexico. Just let them have it again. I think they should. This yeah. is what we. This is the problem we did with making the problem. Fuck me! I'm a little drunk. Leave me alone. This is the problem with making Texas evangelical. It was Catholic. Now it's not. This is bad. Leave me alone. That's it. That's where things went wrong. The yeah. Southern Baptist yeah, no, that, got a hold of Texas. Wrong, yeah. yeah, no, everything that, was fine before then. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. There was nothing wrong. Noth- famously, uh, nothing goes wrong when Catholics are in charge. I'm sorry. Fish. Exactly. I'm sorry. No. no. Yeah, no, <laughs> Catholics nail it. I mean, the best thing about Catholicism is it's um like it's blatant ignorance of uh very niche uh micro celebrity authors on like the right wing. Oh yeah, I, I will say the Catholics do right. They do know how to do that. Oh, holy but, father, but, holy father, oh, I wrote the I wrote the Benedict option. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
who the fuck are you? Um, I was seeing like people on Facebook were doing this thing where they were like, uh, or on Twitter too, they were like, let's boycott things that are in Texas. Which I feel is a really misguided approach to dealing with there the are, problems in Texas Not only right is now. it a misguided approach, like, conservative pot products just, like, inundate our culture. The other day I was, like, walking with my fiancé into a CVS and, like, looking at the shitty, like, the shitty prepackaged, like, just bottles of coffee you can buy there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, single-use... Yeah. Get some coffee, a black you know, rifle. some cold brew. Oh, oh yeah, Bla Black Rifle was right there, and I was like, damn. And, and she's like, wait, what's wrong with the Black Rifle? They're the fuckers oh, who support Kyle Rittenhouse. And then she's oh, like, yeah. oh well, my see, god. I, I will give them this. They did it, they did it, and then that's why uh, conservatives are not buying their coffee anymore, because they uh, they did, like, oh, no, we probably shouldn't, uh, we probably shouldn't, like, go to bat for, like, a, uh, a murderer. A murderer. A murderer. Uh, another no, thing but... about uh, two, one more thing about the tech is that uh, the Texas bill is that there was a website that they put out for you to snitch on people. Um, yeah, with the abortion stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's basically that, uh, 1984. <laughs> I mean, I will say that kind of has a point. That's pretty dystopian. Yeah, this is maybe the first time that a 1984 analogy might be like accurate <laughs> you, yeah. have a, you have a web where you're able to you're able to and you will get money for snitching on on people uh for either getting nice. an abortion or my in any way assisting in it whether they're they drove them they talked to them, like anything that you'll get money for it if you snitch on them like that and i think that's so weird simply because the like it still applies to people who did something while the law was not in effect yeah yeah well, yeah, like, part of the, I think the point of this law is to scare people. That's the point. It's you right. know, well, like yeah, the cruelty it's is like the point. A, it's a pretty fascist law. Right. Um, man, this fucking Texas, man. I Texas don't know. This is uh, real, real not great right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a mess. It's a big fucking I'm mess. I'm going to cancel Sandy Cheek. Um, okay, Phil. Let's... What? He's going, going to cancel. To he's cancel going Sandy Cheeks. It could from be worse. SpongeBob. He's. It Why? could be worse. He could have said he was going to clap those cheeks. So he could have said that. All right, Fred, don't give him any ideas. Let's move forward <laughs> with the next. Uh, all right, we we cover that. It's bad. It's real bad. Um, yeah. What's, uh, what Texas is oh, doing? Oh, but I, okay. My my puffy, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Thing, uh, last thing I would like to say about Texas though is yeah. Because the people were talking about boycotting, but then the thing that people were saying was like, I'm going to be mad at any musician that like performs in Texas. I was seeing shit like that. And That's the, the very Radlib. Oh, it's so Radlib. I, like, the thing I want to just say, I feel like people get, they don't fucking know how to think about the South correctly. And I don't think it's that complicated to think about it. To realize that just because somebody lives in the South doesn't mean they represent like what what's going like what's going on like in the state in the South, you know? Like I, I don't know. I feel like people's brains just like like liberals' brains short circuit when they have to think about the South because it, it's like the only appropriate way to hate poor people generally because it'll be like ah ha ha the Appalachians as hillbillies or whoever, right? And like the reality is is like you know the pe the people that. Are being victimized by these bills that you're you know appalled by are, are the residents of texas so don't fucking take it out on the residents of texas take it out on the fucking state take it out on the people who voted for this stuff take it out on that but don't like i don't know 
I, I just yeah, see this this mentality a lot. Of, it drives me fucking nuts. Texas is huge. Also, it's not. But that but Radlibs don't get that. They they mm-hmm. only have like the nuclear the nuclear option of attack, which is usually a knee jerk reaction. So they will yeah. direct their anger everywhere and like don't care who. Yeah. I don't even know that it, I don't even know if I would call it nuclear because it's not effective uh, at all in the least. That doesn't fucking do uh, anything. I, know, I guess rhetorically, I mean, is that like it's sort yeah, of like friendly fire? Partners. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, and I mean, like, I, like I think the, COVID has really brought the shit out too because people will be like, um, you know, like all these hospitals overwhelmed, being like, oh, you know, like fuck the fuck the unvaccinated. I hate you know the unvaccinated suck, and it's <laughs> like. There are st- statistics behind this that people, not everyone who's unvaccinated doesn't want want to be, not, not everyone who's unvaccinated is an anti-vaxxer. However, the fact that it's really easily accessible in cities right now to get vaccinated has people convinced that that's the case in all rural communities. But that's the and thing so, about Radlibs, yeah. is that they're very dogmatic. So it's like everybody yeah. must be unre- uh, like unredeemably evil because mm-hmm. they believe a certain thing or they're doing this certain thing and that's sure. the that's the only explanation and i'm yeah, not going creates, to think of it else yeah. it creates a barrier between them and the people they'd rather not think about because thinking mm-hmm. about it actually challenges their politics in such a way that it might force yeah. them into a state of growth had they actually like talk to somebody outside of their extremely oh. insular views this, yeah like i just i fucking hate radlibs because they're the most performative people i can like give you an anecdote right now because i was scrolling down facebook yeah i was scrolling down facebook for the birthday for the birthday messages yes yes happy birthday to me but yeah happy there's this one girl and all she does is seethe on facebook about like you know like 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 southerners and republicans and religious people and like she's like and she's like you know uh if you, uh, reasons to unfollow me, I'm anti-Trump and pro-choice and pro-LGBT. Uh-huh. And if you don't like it, unfriend me. And I'm thinking to myself, seeing how you are and seeing how dogmatic you are, I would not be shocked if you just voted yes for the whatever f- forever war we get into in the next 10 years. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, yeah. No, a lot of liberals, like, you can watch their politics pivot so fast the instant it stops being out of vogue or whatever. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, I, it, it reminds me of the, like, the Californians meme where it's, like, California liberals when it comes to, like, social issues. And it's, like, an <laughs> image of a bunch of hippies. And it's Californian liberals when it comes to the homeless. And it's just an image of hippies. Yeah, no. I mean, that's, totally. I, mean, I, I would go, like I said further, you can see, like, that rhetoric uh, happened when it came to the Iraq war. Gun over, and then, you know, slide your ease back off and said that it was bad, it was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, afterward, while they were, you know, publishing op eds about why it's good actually to invade Iraq. Um, yeah. So oh, yeah. It, like, that's not, that. this isn't a surprise. Like, we've always mm-hmm. known that that's how, like, how liberal. Uh, rad, I rad, and I think go. That's just how it is. And I think the problem is it because it's. I think the problem is that if you just label every conservative as like a frothing at the mouth, like horrible person, and you don't like engage with them, you'll never understand that like a lot of the things people believe are so like insulated in American society that they just trickle into somebody's brain, even like almost unbeknownst to them sometimes. 
it's really hard to see like it's really hard to see cultural indoctrination like mirrored in both sides if you just don't Mm. talk to either of them well yeah and like i don't know for me i i have a hard like i i feel a there's a difference in the way I would interact in my life between like a lay conservative versus like, uh, you know, conservative intellectual on Twitter where like a lot of, a lot of, and not all and not all, but a lot of like your everyday conservatives, depending on the person that I've met in the Midwest, don't actually think about politics that much. It's just like kind of a default position, you know, because of that you could also apply that to your average like liberal too. Like yeah, average liberal as well. Like yeah, no, totally. <laughs> like you have to. American Americans are very just. They have. They either don't think about politics, or when they do, it's this extremely strange amalgamation of things. Like this is why it's taken so long for like a kind of left wing to form in American society. Well, oh, aside yeah. from the fact that you know the Overton window is very right. Aside from that, like it's a lot of people. Like they're they're not. They're very weird. They all have very weird beliefs that don't gel with each other. Well, don't make any sense. Yeah, I, I think I've I think I've talked about this on somewhere before, but um, like when I was uh, working with the Bernie campaign and here, um, somebody I knew who was also door knocking, like went in and got a signature from somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, man, uh, I I really like Bernie. Like, I you know, yeah, I'll totally do it after all the stuff that the." Um, the canvas or pitched to him and they they step into the guy's apartment uh and he's got just like a massive confederate flag and like the thing is like most people's politics are like that i really like yeah. a lot of people's politics are like that where they're yeah. like i they, they're like yeah they don't see any contradiction between like just complete nonsense ideologies they have shoved in their head and yeah. all that to be said is like this is why i think like broad coalition building requires that you don't just hate the south or whatever mm-hmm. because you can't fucking get people to like vote for your candidate you can't get people to join radical parties or anything if all you know to do is fucking shame people there's yeah. a, there's a reason why when the panthers were building the rainbow coalition like they let the yes. patriots in despite the fact that they had like the confederate flag as their emblem they informed them mm-hmm. of hey guys i know that this flag means something different to you but this is how it means to us um yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I know that for you, this is like a symbol of like Southern, Southern pride and, you know, whatever, like of, of Southern poverty. Um, I get we have like the same politics and you're anti-racist, but you have to understand what this, what a black person sees when they look at that flag. Sure. Um, right. I think that there's there. I, I do think that people do make a, a mistake when it comes to coalition building um, that they mistake compromise for just uh, letting people walk over you. Um, yeah, no. Which is not the same. There, you can compromise, but I do believe that there are things that you cannot compromise on, and mm-hmm. anything that uh, inhibits the rights of minorities or women, um, or of, mar- of marginalized communities, indigenous uh, communities, mm-hmm. uh, women, LGBTQ community, like any anything that compromises their existence, to me, mm-hmm. that is non-negotiable. You can't. I don't sure. believe that you can you can engage in that. If you do, you're playing with red brown, and when red brown gets into play the red always gets fucked over yeah no i i agree with that i, yeah, I should clarify human like, rights are when, non-negotiable well when i when i get mad at like 
do this whole shit about coalition building. I'm really aiming this at like the sanctimonious liberals on like my Facebook feed. I, I don't mean like, I'll, there's a lot of people on the left who are like, well, no, I'm not going to coalition build with a Nazi. And that's a correct position to hold. <laughs> uh, not if you ask, not if you like, ask uh, some, some people on Twitter. There's yeah. this person, this conjures in my head. And uh -huh. this is because there's there's one of these people that we all know that like sees no inherent contradiction in anything they say. And mm -hmm. they'll like rag on that like your your religion or like, oh, the Old Testament God is basically evil. Or like just espouse like weird mm -hmm. Richard Dawkins-esque like talk points that if you know what you're talking about are really easy to just say no that nobody believes that. That's weird. And then they're the kind of people who are like no white supremacist in Valhalla, like what the heck? No white supremacists, no white supremacists in, Valhalla. in Valhalla. Yeah, yeah. Actually, there's person... quite a few. <laughs> well, what are, what are you talking about? Few what, in Valhalla. Here? What it's... are we talking? Are we talking about like a, like some some like Tumblr pagans? What, what, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah, is somebody I. This is somebody I used to know, who like is still adjacent to my Facebook feed. Who's like very. Why are you people on Facebook? Stop! Get off of Facebook! What's wrong with you people? <laughs> But like this is somebody I used to know, Listen, and like Jack they're very, they're very much a neo pagan, and you can't explain uh. to a, you can't explain to a neo pagan that like, hey, guess what, guys, um, you you got some problems, and they're like, oh, well, you're a Christian, you, and I'm like, listen, I know we did a bunch of murder, we never really stopped doing the murder, but that's not like a Jesus problem, that's a people. Odin has sure. a serious like problem, you know? Sure. So Phil, they were somebody that you used to know. Somebody that not I... to mention. Let's let's no. not pretend in the uh, sixty years that they've existed, they haven't done a ton of damage on their own <laughs> Nazi were, party. When you when you were on their Facebook feed, did you feel so happy you could die? Did you tell them that uh, you were right for them? Did you feel so lonely in their company? I I feel this certain kind of sadness. Is it like a resignation to the end? To it. I don't no, want to live like... that way. I did don't you have want to, to live that off? way, listening to every word that they say. You did have to cut them off. You said you could let it go. Oh, this is just going to be the long, the bit of the night. This is okay. the whole bit. No, this, this is the whole bit. Is... Oh, okay. Okay, um, you know what I found really annoying well, while okay. I've been here Are at the camp? Are you glad it was over? Are you fucking Shut kidding them. me? Let... Are we... Uh, Phil, as much as I appreciate you sticking to the tradition of this podcast being about talking over women, I'd like to hear what you guys to say. Josiah, you did it. It's Josiah, my birthday, and they're not letting a fucking woman speak. I'm, right? I'm trying yeah, yeah, to Women and minorities I'm are trying to shut podcast. him up so you can talk. Finch, Finch, <laughs> Finch, Josiah, you did have to cut us off. You did have to make it that it never happened, and that we were nothing. Shut up. We don't need your love. You don't, but you don't have to treat us like a stranger. Feel so wrong. This, this is a completely <laughs> unlistenable podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, like, grinds my ears is grinds um, ears, fucking campus preachers. Like, yeah, let's preachers. talk about that. Let's I got fucking that. handed a I I handed it, got handed a chick track today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, 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 like some random dude just gave you a, tri a chick track. Yes, I like I chick, have the chick track. Uh, I think I, I have it. Let me let me see if I can find it. Well, it was it's not so much a chick track as it is a a copy 
Right, a photocopied page of a chick tract? Oh, they couldn't even buy a chick. Those things are so cheap. You had yeah, a photocopied so one. Yeah. You can literally buy boxes of them for 10 bucks. Yeah, they're oh, awesome. Oh, I know. Yeah, but no. It's a little paper chick track, which I may... I forget where... Oh, yeah, wait, I have it. Here it is. Hang on. God, uh, imagine if you did Mammonberg promotional material that looked like a chick track. Okay. That's a yeah. good idea, actually. And okay, here it is, here it is, here it is, here it is. It's a great idea. All right, I'm holding it up to the cameras. Okay. Five listeners. Great thing for this, for this audio medium, yeah. Mm oh, I fucking hate this. They couldn't even, you couldn't even buy it. Mucho texto. Oh my god, this is awful. <laughs> and you know I knew it was a chick track because of this mucho texto. Oh yeah. That's so much Like, they're text. citing their sources, baby. Chick tracks are something that uh, break all the rules that come with, like, making a comic book or ed of illustration yeah. with text is that you don't need, you want to let, like, the, you want to let your illustration tell the story. Like, any illustrator worth their salt, any, anyone, any artist, any visual artist worth their mm. salt knows that you have to let the piece speak for itself. And if you're Story, you have to let the images tell it primarily, e even if there is going to be text pair with it in any way. However, chick tracks just break that completely, and they're just by the they're they have they're more just all words than, than your standard like bibliography. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, I love chick tracks. Chick tracks. Are Unironically, Josiah is a big fan of chick tracks. He has a whole box of them. I wish I did, man. I would. I don't know. I like the regressive. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. There's something, something charming about the like, just the insanity of them. I don't know where they're just like, I don't know. Like, I I like that Jack Chick is was like other fundamentalists were distancing themselves from him because they were like, oh, that's bad shit, so my guy. <laughs> because he he had basically like, I think that he was the first occurrence of like irony poisoning himself into genuinely believing. Like, <laughs> there's an what, argument to be made. Yeah, like I. There's there's an argument that like he basically like got so niche in his little corner that he managed to like only other like extremists in his corner in his very specific mm -hmm. corner that believe his very specific even other King James King James onlyists think he's weird. Well, and there's that. It was also his hatred of Catholics was really tricky for the time because. Like a lot at the you know they think culture war shit that was going on at the time. Most of the other fundamentalists saw Catholics politically as allies because you know I, they like because of like Catholic abortion issue shit. or whatever. Yeah, but, but like I don't like, know. He thought that we were a bunch of gay communists. Yeah, he which thought, I'm okay with. Jesu I, I he love thought the gay Jesuits communists. ruled the world. <laughs> yeah. That's me. I love I love that that he did his like tract about liberation theology. And it was accidentally oh, awesome. based, like the. Oh, it's like, so yeah, cool. I mean, liberation I thought, theology is great. It's like, but, 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 Father, I thought that Jesus was a political. It's like, no, son, Jesus was a revolutionary. Yeah, it's like this is the Jesus I worship, and it's a picture of Jesus with, uh, with the like the Soviet style machine gun. It's so fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. You got to buy um, that one. There's a lot oh, of like so you did. Good. Josiah, you'll appreciate this. He did a track that was dunking on Episcopals for, for like, a, except the gay people. Um, <laughs> and, like, he had, like, the gay Episcopal priest as, like, yes, Jesus loves us. He, he, yes, Jesus loves and accepts us. And there's nothing wrong with this. It's like, That's oh, right, Mr. Jack Chick. You're nailing it. <laughs> That's right, Mr. Chick. You're completely right, sir. Oh, Is this supposed oh. to be a bad thing? 
Speaking oh, of Episcopalians, I managed, oh, I'm very Don't. happy about, no, this is a good thing. It's, I'm not going into a bit right now. I managed to secure, and I was I was going to tell Jackal about this. I don't know if he got my message, but I managed to get an original Alan Rohan Crite book, and I was like, yes. Oh, nice. There you go. It was like there 60 bucks. It's in terrible condition, so I'm just going to get it rebound. The pages are in great shape, but the the like actual spine of the book is off. Mm, nice. The binding with the string was a glue. Uh, I don't know yet. Like it's coming in the mail. Oh, okay. okay. But I've seen pictures of the pages. It's just the cover is very stained and old, and it lost the dust jacket. Ah. Uh. Because, like, they only printed them once, and it was in 1948. So that makes them very yeah. difficult to find. Yeah. I mean, with that, for 60, for 60 bucks, that's pretty good. It is really... Well, nice. that's because the cover is such rough shape, basically. Right. But, oh, my God. Right. For anyone who doesn't... In the audience... For anyone who doesn't know, Al like, Alan Rohan Kreitz's work, it's some of the most beautiful shit I have ever seen. It's very cool. It's very I, wanted, I wanted to put a little bit of, just just a, a, a dabbling of something positive in between our terrible objects. In between, yeah. the, uh, in between the terrible, terrible things that inhabit this world. Speaking of yes. terrible things. Uh, terrible oh, things. no! Uh, the, the, uh, what's happening with unemployment, everybody? Oh, yeah. so I want. This was something I wanted to bring up. Um, I have not really found anything that's act, like any news thing that's been reporting this. But some people were sharing, um, sharing like so, somebody made a thread of like TikToks of people who all saying the same thing had happened to them, and I also have had this happen to me. So I just thought we should put it out there. So I uh, I was on unemployment last year uh, during the summer because of. If you recall, there was a global pandemic and stuff. I don't know if you guys remember that. No, we're not, right? um, yeah, yeah, that's in the past. We're okay. Yeah, we're all good now. But at the time, you know, uh, I, I was unemployed. Uh, so then I received unemployment money, which one of the most depressing things in my life was that was the most money I'd ever received in my entire life um, was while I was unemployed. So that's fucked up. Anyway, uh, so there's... So sorry, what, what's been going around with like people making making videos of and tweeting is that they're getting letters um, from the from either their state or from the federal government um, where they are told that they were given that unemployment money illegitimately and that they owe like half of it or all of it back. Um, so, yeah, for me, I, I, I now owe them like four grand. Um, and this is happening to like, this has happened to a number of other people. Um, the one person I saw who was saying this had happened to them, like on like a TikTok or whatever that was getting shared around, had received about $10,000 in unemployment over that time. And she's expected to pay back like 5,000 of it. So like, it's kind of a uh, freaking me out that that's not getting fucking reported right now because this is happening yeah. to a lot of people. It's really recently so. Bad. Yeah. Uh, it, and this is across states. Yeah. From my understanding, yes, but I might be wrong. That's a big yikes um, for me, folks. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention, I mean, they're already pulling, like, I don't know, like, New York and shit. I know they pulled their unemployment from people. But, like, what's happening is it seems like they're, like, doing it retroactively. Like, trying to take back the money they gave to people. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what more to say about this. This is, that's insightful, aside from it just fucking sucks. And aside yeah. from I mean, just how broken it is, oh. because... I got I got some fucking breadcrumbs last year, and now they're trying to take them away from me. And they're making me cough so, them back up. Okay, first thing, 
are you going to pay that back, or is there a way to, uh, to like... <laughs> so what the letter says is I can't receive unemployment until I pay it back, so I don't need unemployment right now. So I'm not going to try to pay it back yet. However, they sent me a couple more letters, and so I'm wondering if, though, they're still expecting me to set up a payment plan. Uh, but I don't want to make this about my finances as much as this is just what's happening to a lot of other people as well. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, this, uh, thing to do. Uh, that this, the fact that this is occurring, uh, that this would be occurring like through so many people across state lines and no mm -hmm. one's talking about it is worrying. Um, yeah. Here, let me... Uh, if you guys are interested, I'm normally so, not someone that loves uh, a threads of TikToks. However, this is people all saying this is happening to them. This is like a couple people in this. And I saw another thread, but I don't remember where it was that had some as well. But this is a guy, a guy sharing this TikTok was a writer for Jacobin, I believe. So the thing that like, first off, that's terrible. But right. uh, I guess I'm lucky or very unlucky, depending on how you slice it. Since my job was under the table, I was a waiter. Mm -hmm. I was uneligible for unemployment. Yeah. So I just sat around having no money for. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. It. I mean, I don't know. It, it's a. Uh, it's. It's and, just. I don't know. Like. Like I said, but I still keep thinking about. It. I mean, th this fucking country can't even have just a bare bones welfare state. It can't even just have what like most developed countries have. And then when it because does, then that will be giving. This all it all comes to to the idea that you can't get the populace used to. Uh, you can't get them yeah. used to like breadcrumb. You can't get them used to like anything that. I think that that's why ultimately why there's trepidation about even like lowering the age of of Medicare. Um, mm -hmm. Because uh, like let alone Medicare for all, because if you give this as to people, they're going to just they're going to want it because they're going like well yeah this is something that I I should have um, because like I I'm alive I'm I'm a citizen of this country which is the nations but anyway um, yeah like, well I mean there's this whole fucking fight we're going on on the national level with this uh, the Democrats um, pushing for the 3.5 trillion dollar bill uh, like trying to just bill, yeah. yeah just trying to do fucking bare minimum shit though like, like this, it's, it it's the, fucking it embarrassing <laughs> like it's infrastructure this is not something that should be controversial this is not this is yeah we need to like fix bridges and roads mm -hmm. and like and shit like we like this is stuff that shouldn't be controversial in the least and yet right well yeah and well, it's yeah, i mean because... it's just like modest expansions of medicare and stuff sorry go ahead finch well i'm just saying that like Anything that tries to fix systemic issues or something like the Democrats will always balk mm -hmm. on, you know, because like they are so and this is the problem with like, you know, you know, the neoliberalism, you know, instead of rather than leftism is that uh, they're very concerned with bipartisanship. Mm -hmm. I would even say that this is like the, anything of the infrastructure has anything of the infrastructure bill. Um, uh, cut that bit out. Um, anything of the infrastructure bill has very little to actually address any systemic issues, but yet they're balking on it, and also Republicans are just militantly against it for whatever fucking reason, and it changes every day. Each one has a different reason why they don't want it. Mm -hmm. um, either no, expansion it, of the executive, which is fucking hilarious considering uh, the expansion of the executive under Trump. Yeah, oh, there yeah. was expression of the executive under Obama, but it's always funny how both parties will get into fights with each other over expansion of uh, under executive power. Whenever one of their uh, presidential candidates becomes president, there's expansion of executive power. 
Yeah. Interesting. I don't know, man. So I, the best yeah. way I could I could say is to uh, to quote uh, a very juicy juicy man. Uh, do not, my oh, friends, become addicted to water. It will take hold of you, and you will resent its absence. Was that Chris Christie talking about Bridgegate, or that's that's a Morton joke from I know, Joe, Josiah. I, I know. Oh my! I couldn't even. I was I was so whiplash by that. I said I called Phil Josiah. Phil, yeah, I know. Uh, I, was telling him, <laughs> I thought you were talking about uh, Dune, the spice and Dune. Um, the spice no, is that's blood. worse. That's worms. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, no other things in Dune aside from worms. Dude it's talks just... about no, but like, Dude definitely doesn't talk about ecological issues in the world. I hate to no. say it, but so much of conservative rhetoric kind of boils down to that. Like, don't yeah, get Dune? addicted to it's the thing you need to survive. This is, uh, I think that this is why, like, dystopian fiction and any, it's getting very hard to write uh, fiction because. Uh, the bad guys in real life are just so blatantly evil. Like, did you see that that post from Matt Walsh about like, uh, what was it? Uh, he was saying that I don't feel any, I don't feel anything uh, about climate change. If it's real and whenever it happens, I don't care. I feel no culpability and I will not change my life for anything about it. When if there's a climate disaster, I will feel nothing. Like that is that's called vice signaling from conservatives. Vice like, signaling. Yeah. <laughs> vice signaling. Uh, I, oh god. Conservatives oh. are the worst people. Like I complain about rad lips, but Jesus, conservatives are just like the absolute dregs of any everything of society. They're oh, just my like little droogies. I I don't think they really have souls. Or, like, you know, and I'm not talking about, like, I understand we were just talking about perspectives, but I mean, like, Matt Walsh conservatives are just the worst people. Scum of the earth. Scum of the earth. And just no, no compassion for their fellow man. Well, and there is just, in this country, I think overall, just this deep-rooted individualism that's really fucking hard to get out. Because, like... I don't know, because I've been trying to do, like, less Twitter is part of the reason I've been on more Facebook, Jekyll. And, yeah, and I get, just I get go, it. Don't it's, do, you know what, you know what, just like, you know what you should do, instead yeah, of, instead of being on Twitter, mm-hmm. instead of being on Facebook, mm-hmm. which is worse, I will say, in different ways. Um, different ways. You, I, I think you should, you should, you should go outside. Uh-huh. No. Uh, you should go outside and go to the, to the nearest, uh, nearest nature trail, nearest park, and just walk. Just, just like walk and look at birds. I and like look doing at squirrels. That. Sometimes and, and I like, do that. And like look at and look at that. Huh. Or you could, I, uh, I don't know, um, go on TikTok. No, that's I hate TikTok. I don't know what it is about. I, I would rather scroll Facebook, scroll Facebook. Than what TikTok. is wrong? With I, 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 I don't know what it is. is. I don't know I, what it is about TikTok. TikTok this is okay, okay, but I was making a point. <laughs> we got detracted here. I'm not gonna I'm gonna throw my inflammatory opinions about TikTok out and then just bail. <laughs> it's like but, every once in a while you like you stumble across somebody on TikTok just t- like having an absolutely like m- absolutely manic take, like something that no one would think of. <laughs> If they like, just otherwise uh, were able to develop normally. Hey, here's the thing, the though. Internet. I think that a lot of those are jokes. I think that the the vast majority of those are just yeah. Jokes. Most of it is bait, but sometimes it's, it's so hard to tell. 
Yeah, um, like the boat, like the bone kid. Anyway, Josiah, you had a point. Uh, yeah, the bone kid was totally paid. Uh, no, so but the thing is, like, so like I see a lot of these memes, like from people who are like against. Well, I guess they're not even really anti-vax, but they like couch everything on this like liberty argument that you know you you probably hear a lot of, where it's like you know oh uh, it's selfish to expect others to change their lifestyle to make you feel more safe with masks, you know stuff like like framing things like that. For me, like I feel like there's just this rot at the center of American culture that's just so hard to get past. It's just inherent selfishness, like unable to conceive of other people or that like like and 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 this was what covid brought out to me like I, this might sound a little more rad lib of me but i like i'll lean into it like it really did destroy my trust in fellow human beings like COVID. Mm-hmm. because i had to fucking deal with like working at a walmart for a while during covid where people just like will would try to get in fist fights with the 19 year old telling them to put a fucking mask on and like I don't know. Like there, there is just this deep, deep selfishness that I, I don't, I, I don't know how we get out. And 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 like I, I get it because I think as all of us being Americans probably have some of that selfishness too. You know, just being uncultured around it. But like, yeah, it's kind of so hard like to I, separate yourself from that. Yeah, because like it's it's so fucking deep that people do not care. So um, all I was saying is like with the Matt Walsh shit. They're like, I don't care if the you know if environment like uh climate change is true and we're all gonna die i don't care like man nothing captures to me the american mentality better than that it really is just this belief like you know fuck you i don't really care i'm just gonna do what i want until i die um like fuck you got mine yeah i mean this is a whole thing with like christopher lash um actually makes this argument in culture of narcissism where he's like um he's like even the like pioneer individualist colonial guys had more of a concept of obligation to other people than we have currently gotten to because at least they felt like they were trying to work for the next generation now we don't even have that there's no belief in like doing any free thing for your kids right like, no no those kids are so ungrateful so, they got to pull themselves up by their bootstraps yeah, you know? we've gotten so rugged individualists that we're we're more lonely than the pioneers <laughs> than the yeah you know, but that's like the like, disgusting it, part of american culture is that we've yeah. gotten this bad there at least was like this shared idea of okay well let's not like let these other people like just die from diseases let's like, try to do something to mitigate this <laughs> yeah like i, I don't did you i just saw i just saw a post from someone that was saying that uh, Washington didn't vaccinate his soldiers. He inculcated them. Inculcating is when you give a weakened form to, of a disease to someone so they can build up natural immunity. Does that yeah. sound like vaccination <laughs> to you? Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah it was that's, a proto that's, that's like me getting mad, like, like, oh, you know, I don't need to get my blood drawn because they used to do leeches. Jesus Christ. Like, what, what are you talking about? Uh, I can't now. I don't want to go for a physical because doctors uh, used to practice the four humors, and I don't want anyone checking out my bile. (laughs) Yeah, did we ever figure out what yellow bile is? No, no, I don't. I don't think we did. No, off mic, off mic, we were uh, arguing about the four humors. uh, I think that it's supposed to be phlegm. Like, it's supposed to be, like, some kind of... No, because phlegm is one of the other humors, I thought. No, it's supposed to be, like, yellow bile or white, something like that. What is yellow bile? 
anyways I, we have to i think you would have to either have to talk to uh, uh a, a medieval uh a medieval historian um or mm-hmm. you would have to go back in time and grab a plague doctor and ask them hey uh i need you to tell me what do you how do you think the human body works yeah i would love hey to guys i'm like starting to die so maybe we should go on to our next subject oh yeah yeah, we probably do that. that how terrible this Wait, country is. You just is. started dying. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just um, started dying. I was I was not dying before, but now I am. Well, so okay, yeah. So we started we started at like ten. Well, ten my time, so eleven on for the East Coasters. Um, so I mean, we we have about fifteen to a half, fifteen minutes to a half hour more. Um, yeah. What do you guys so, want to talk about for the last little chunk there? It's the twentieth anniversary of. Of 9-11, yeah, we probably mm-hmm. should talk about that. Why would you um, bring that up? Uh, because wow, the war in Afghanistan to... just ended, and America did so many un- irredeemably evil things. I also don't know if should we even, what can we add to this? That I mean, Finn, you really just dropped some hot jet fuel on my themes right <laughs> Okay. I, all right. Get I got You know, I'm oh, gonna right. come in here with the with the nuanced take. Um, that that 9/11 was bad, and so was the war in Iraq. Call the captain. What's the fuck out of there? Yeah. Yes, this ooh, is a hot take. I, I've, I've got an event that killed hundreds Indians. and an event that killed thousands, if not like hundreds of thousands, if not are, a million are, are, people. Are, are we saying that it's bad because ultimately innocent people who just wanted to go about their lives and go to their families were all yes. horribly murdered for things uh, that ultimately were bullshit. Yeah. And I mean, that's, yeah. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, it is kind of interesting that we pulled out of Afghanistan, like, so close to the 20th year anniversary of 9-11. There's just, like, a real, like, retrospective moment i feel like yeah kind of I, mean, it is now, I think we i think we are now entering the end of of the of the post nine not post nine but like the that that era mm-hmm. of of politics and of uh you you could argue that it ended with like the election of of trump and the rise of mm-hmm. uh, of the political circumstance that we have right now yeah we're, we're like yeah it's a different world now and i think the I guess the homeland era now is kind of coming to an end of what it used to be. Um, yeah. Well, now leaving Afghanistan, we're entering like a post, we're entering a post like war in Afghanistan world. And it's interesting to see where things will go from here. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, I think that can be captured well with like, <laughs> I, I'm not, we're not going to do nine 11 jokes. Um, but I will say like the facts that more and more people just make a lot of 9-11 jokes on the anniversary. I mean, maybe speaks to, like, people having dark, like, shitty senses of humor or whatever, but also beyond that, it's that, you know, I was four, or, yeah, I was four when 9-11 happened, right? Like, a lot of people my age, you know, like our age in our 20s or whatever, don't fucking remember 9-11. But all they do remember is 9-11 being a constant justification for terrible things. And so it's like, at this point, we, we've kind of reached an age where, yeah, it just, that argument, like the remember 9-11 doesn't work anymore. To a point, it's a joke. And that's like sad. That's sad because, you know, a lot of innocent people died when, you know, in 9-11. But there is some truth to the fact that it it is just, 
it feels silly at this point to reference 911 because it's been it it became it became a way to justify everything and then because of that it just became a joke. Well, I'm just saying I remember 911. I do I remember like watching the archival footage and being like this is hell. Mhm. This is yeah. one of the times we came closest to hell on earth. Yeah. Like it's, um, uh, despite the jokes and shit, like people died. Like innocent yeah. people yeah. Oh, yeah. who who just went into like people who just went in for work. Yeah. Like, and, thinking that this was just gonna be another day. And they went into work going to do their shit and just wanted to go home to their family. Uh go home, eat dinner, be with the people that they love, and then go to the next day. Like they there was no like, They died in the most horrible ways. Yeah, it's it's awful. Like I, I always sort of what one of the stories that sticks in my mind is of the uh, is of uh, well, I think there's a few um, of one of the of a guy who was on the phone with a uh, with um, the fire department as the tower fell, and you can hear like the last bit of the audio is like of of him like screaming, and then it getting cut off by the falling debris. Um, and that's uh, I think that's objectively horrifying. Um, that your last yeah, moment absolutely. is like this of pain and fear, and to have that there like this, that what res- the response to to this of these people dying is that okay, we're just gonna commit more, we're gonna commit atrocities back, yeah, um, on, the, the, on innocent people. It's not like not addressing it using. Um, I think that there's something unquestionably evil about using an atrocity that just that killed so many innocent people to go and commit atrocities on and a level of, empire. yeah uh for the like to use it for like the expanse of that I, I think we talked about this off mic but the the real sort of just fucking uh evil bit about imperialism is how it will take anything to justify its expansion and maintaining uh imperial conquests abroad mm-hmm. and that includes um uh any advocacy for marginalized communities um, and tragedies. And that is yeah. fucking awful. It's interesting that you mentioned that because that's actually what law enforcement agencies do over here too, because imperialism mirrors yeah, itself uh, everywhere I, it goes. I think uh, like Foucault, it's Foucault's boom, boomerang. Like uh, um, what happens abroad happens uh, home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, I remember I was listening to Truanon because of course, and they were talking about how, essentially, what's been happening in law enforcement agencies and a lot of the right-wing violence, specifically, like, plots like kidnapping the Michigan governor, have been, like, thoroughly inundated by, like, federal agents. Mm-hmm. Like, so much so that it's almost, like, indistinguishable from just, like, federal agents being, like, the sole defining factor makes them do this in the first place. Because they essentially agitate and agitate until they get what they want. And then that allows them to create more undercover operatives and expand further to justify their budgets. Yeah, um, Jack, what you're, you're saying made me think of um, Subway Zizek had a... Oh, uh, well, fuck, what did he say after 9-11? Um, he had some some line for something I was reading at one point where he was like... the the. When 9-11 happened, there was a choice to be, like, there was two ways to interpret 9-11, which was either um, this should never happen again, or uh, this should never happen to us again. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And and when we took the latter, 
and and that's why yeah. we're here. <laughs> like I we went like and did a million nine elevens in the Middle East, and I would like to note that before nine eleven, the biggest uh, attack uh, uh, terrorist attack in the United States was the Oklahoma City bombing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you didn't see any of that response toward uh, the white supremacist movement in the United States. No, right. yeah, no, because no, it didn't benefit the empire. It did. There, there wasn't. I don't. I think that, like, obviously, persecution uh, against uh, against Muslims and general sort of dis hatred of the Middle East was a factor. But I think like, there was a prag- there was a cut that bit out. There was a bigger pragmatic element of empire building and expansion and maintaining their uh, their presence in the region, um, and yeah. maintaining imperial presence in the region, and uh, you know uh, further further like economic um, maintenance. That's always been the that's always been the pragmatic reason why empire has focused the way that it has. Um, right. And attacking white supremacists uh, in the United States that's not going to do anything. That's not going to benefit empire. That's not going to you know rise profits. That's not going to benefit the military industrial complex. How the fuck are you going to do that? Yeah. No. This this uh, now it's justified. Yeah, it's the perfect yeah. justification. Yeah. But uh, on that light note, um, on this this very light note on. Uh, the the current uh, global hegemony that we find ourselves in, where everyone from uh, the good old U.S. of A. of Eagle Land to um, uh, China, ruled by um, glorious uh, Winnie the Pooh, we find empire empire expanding and uh, uh, yes. arming marginalized communities yeah. everywhere, both at home and abroad. It's almost like capital uh, has a running theme. No way, man. I hope <laughs> you all have enjoyed your time on this on this tour as we let you out here yeah. on a different curb as you see uh, Rod Dreyer uh, in an alleyway screaming at the heavens asking why. <laughs> why, oh why, has the Pope forsaken him? Why has he, he read his book? Will someone please piss off? Somebody please get my book to the Pope! Someone, please, please get the Pope to the book. Give him the book. Well, please, my dear friend, won't you at least piss on me? Oh my God! He said that. As as you see, Rob Dreyer screaming at the heavens like a madman. You uh-huh. see uh, a herd of chicken fills uh, as yep. they escape the Buffalo Wild Hands factory. As uh, the local PD tries to apprehend them, um, usually by just running them over. As they scream random bits into the sky, yep, yep. <laughs> you are you're, you uh, you're disturbed uh, to say the least. You're confused. You're horrified, and you're more than a little uncomfortable by what just happened. But I hope we've at least mitigated that a little bit. That's right. I have been Jackal Jester. You can mm-hmm. find me at Twitter.com by the same mm-hmm. moniker. I mostly compa- complain about uh, about uh, politics and uh, the insane world that we live in. So about the same as this, but a little funnier, if I do a say little. myself. Also, <laughs> if you want correct opinions, go to my Twitter account, because I will say this. And this is a standard that you can only, always hold me by. I am oh. always correct. That's right. <laughs> always correct. Josiah. Uh, yeah, I, I've been just. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm actually in the line right behind Rod Rare uh, to meet the Pope. But uh, the Pope recognizes me. He read my book, my unpublished book, and we we do a cool like handshake and stuff. 
He reads your sub stack. Um, yeah, he reads my sub stack. Yeah. <laughs> He's never read the Benedict option, but he really <laughs> likes my my take on internet Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, you can follow me at Josiah W. Sutton on Twitter. And also, as Jackal mentioned, you can also subscribe to my Substack where I write about stuff sometimes. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Pope, favorite of the Pope. A fa- yeah, the Pope loves my Substack. It's, it, it is a, uh, it, it'll be, it's actually being digitized, uh, well, it's already digitized, but it's being put as a part of the papal library of the, of the yeah. Vatican. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Finch. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Finch. I'm the Pope's niece. (laughs) (laughs) We got some new Finch lore coming out. Yeah. I go to the Vatican uh, every Christmas and Easter to celebrate with the Familia. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and you can find me. I'm very trad. I'm trad by Finch. Um, And you can find me at Fincho War, where I make deranged posts about werewolf saints so you have been doing that a lot recently it's just an interesting concept (laughs) yeah so first off i want to thank all my fans out there uh i have just ingested a large quantity of pills and i just want you to know that the king over here (laughs) phil the king (laughs) he really appreciates you oh they're out there i i think i think there are people here I, I'm a little bit uh, disassociating at the moment, but uh, I just, I really appreciate it. Uh, I, I hate, I hate every single one of you. Thank you, and good night. You can find me at CryptidDirector at Twitter.com. That's right. And I will be shitting for 45 minutes on the toilet tonight. I, I I'm picturing like the like the Elvis twins from Clone High doing this. Yeah. Like I don't picture like the actual Elvis. Like in my head, this is like the Elvis twins. This yeah. is the Elvis twins, definitely. Yeah. See, I fell asleep on a grill last night and became a hunk of hunk of burning flesh. <laughs> I tell you what, I just passed out standing up. <laughs> uh, and this you is you, the you didn't even you didn't even do the the thank you thank you very much. I want to thank you all. Thank you very much. For- Coming on down to the Mammoth Bird Podcast, uh, we are getting back into a particular recording schedule. Very good. Very basic. <laughs> uh, I hope this shit down, Roger. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night.